friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun, a very special episode, last one of the year. Mm-hmm. Merry I'm Christmas. <laughs> and Happy New Year. All of it. Happy Hanukkah. Hey, this is your host, Annie F. Downs, by the way. I don't think I've said that. I said that. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. Do you want to restart? Nope. Great. Do I? Maybe it really depends. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what people expect on the last day of the year. Yeah, it is. I'm Eddie. Co- I don't know. I why should I'm say, int- yeah, go. Uh, God. <laughs> Who are you? Who am I? That's really the question. Mm-hmm. I'm Eddie Koffeltz. It's good to see you. And you're the Annie, host of the new activist. Yes, and, and, and the and end of the year you? show. And the end of the year for show. Any that's, of downs. This is yes, my favorite that's true. thing. Uh, my name is Andy Barron, and I host nothing. Yeah, <laughs> except for apparently in like an NPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Andy Barron. It's a very I, tender voice you bring to the podcast. Fresh air. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I'm Annie F. Downs. I'm the host of That Sounds Fun. Hey, the music in the background is from our good buddy, Mr. Phil Wickham. He has been so generous to let us use this Christmas music all season to celebrate the season. And we're not giving up yet. Till the till the year rings new, we will be playing Phil Wickham. Not me. No? New. No. When do you quit Christmas music? The moment we go to bed on the 25th. When you Andy? wake up the 26th, the whole thing's got done. Eddie, that's wrong. Okay. I have extreme. Has I'm, anyone I'm, ever corrected you so tenderly as what Andy just no, did? No, I have had people correct me viciously on this. It's yeah. when we see Santa and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is when it may begin. Sure. And the moment we're done with th- Christmas, I'm like, done. Done I, with the music. I get the logic behind it because it's like, oh, that day is done. Yes. I we know. need to end it now. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking in terms of the Christmas season. Right. Then the Christmas season is still going. Yes, he's right. right. After the, the day. Right. And the whole thing is arbitrary, really, if we're yeah. looking at it. Who sure. knows when little baby Jesus was born? It's weather based. Yeah, that's the terrifying anything. part. If you really if you really get down the nuts and bolts, right. this we don't even know. This whole thing is a construct. Oh boy. I mean it's it was real, but it probably <laughs> was more in the was summer. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it was more in the summer. What makes you think so? Ah, feelings. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like you'd rather have Christmas in the summer? That's what everyone in Australia had. That's what we talked yeah. about with Alex Seeley a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. in the 12 Days of Christmas was that in Australia, they they like go to the beach on Christmas. Yeah. You like watermelon and stuff. I don't know. Do people in Australia eat watermelon, Andy? Um, I don't know. Probably because it feels like a very beachy, summery food. But do they have watermelons in Australia? That's a great point. Do they have the same foods everywhere? No. Uh, they don't have rabies don't in Hawaii. Huh. So I think they also. I think they also. I've, I've never eaten rabies, so. <laughs> but I'm just saying there aren't all things everywhere. This That's is probably right. wrong, but I think there's also not spiders in Hawaii. There's something like that not in Hawaii. Raccoons? No, there's raccoons. Do we have anybody that could call in real quick? From yeah, Hawaii? yeah. Is there a button for, I can push? For some reason, I destroyed your show pretty early. <laughs> so. Yeah, we. I, well, I said the music. We thanked Phil okay. for Christmas, being. Christmas is a construct. Yeah. <laughs> there's no spiders in Hawaii, so I guess we're. <laughs> I we guess hit we're the good. checklist. We're yeah. already done. Yeah. Thanks Gently for listening, corrected guys. by Andy Barron. Right. And I should listen. Yeah. I Andy, understand. real quick before we keep going, you won't be on the whole show. No. Purely mm-hmm. because. I have a dentist appointment <laughs> and we were just having lunch together and then they were like, hey, you should come be on our podcast. Yeah. And it was on the way to the dentist. So yes. So yeah. you're just here until you're not, right. which yep. is a great way. Yep. To describe Andy Barron. And he, Andy <laughs> wow, does. That was, that was very true. It, and, and it's not in an emotional way, but Andy just shows up. Like you're yeah, at a, right. you're in Tampa. Oh, look, there's Andy. Yeah. Andy, uh, what do you do professionally so everyone can? Um, I well, take... not that. The other the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you do, Andy? I take pictures of stuff. 
And uh, yeah, what kind of it. pictures? Uh, is it like a, that's me, a very I d- yeah. I d- pay me like one of your most... French girls Jack pictures, or like what? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, yes, you are on <laughs> the road full time. I am on the road full time shooting uh, music. And yeah, that's it's, oh my it's gosh. A, it's He's a, the tour photographer for Chris Stapleton. <laughs> yeah, who we why love. Why am I not? Why am I having to say that? We love his I music. We love Chris Stapleton. When, He's so talented. When are you getting Chris Stapleton on the show? Can that be a 2020 Ooh, goal? That's how about you, Chris Stapleton, and our Enneagram of, Nine Jason, who also is in y'all's camp. We just sit down and talk about some stuff. I the three I, of y'all I, and me. I mean, I would love that episode. <laughs> I would love to listen to that episode. I would not love to be on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Chris, uh, I get I get that he's my I gather that he's not a very effusive guy. He seems like does he talk a lot or not? He talks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so some twenty got the real inside story, didn't yeah. we? And real inside story. <laughs> he, he uses his mouth and makes words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so each of you get to say if you had a dream guest that you did not have to be here for, but you'd like to hear me interview in twenty twenty. Well you went, Oh yeah, I want to hear oh, that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who am I interviewing next year that both of you you don't have to have the same answer, separate answer. Well, well, do, do we, we want to say it at the same time? Because <laughs> I'm sure we're in the same wavelength. Well, <laughs> I'll do like on three. One, two, three. Amy Poehler. Oh, Ooh, that would be really that's good. That's a great actually. answer. Amy Poehler. Okay, so I've got Chris Stapleton, Amy Poehler. What you bring in? Well, we, we did talk about this at lunch a little bit, um, but I feel like Tony Hale would be yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yes, that'd be yes. great. That's going to be a good one. I, I did just finish Veep last night, and so I'm very oh. like Tony Hale. Like, yeah, pro Tony Hale. Very pro. I mean, I've always been very pro Tony Hale. But. He's so sweet. Do you know also, he's like an IJM supporter. Like, y'all text message. I, a few times ever. It's not like a buddy. Like if you said like, "Hey, do you know Eddie?" He'd be like, "Eddie," and you're like, "Eddie from IJM." Uh, yeah. Like, could I, you text him right now and it wouldn't be weird, or it would be a little weird? Dude, I don't know. Uh, does Chris talk? I mean, I don't know. This is just things that we don't know how to answer. Touche. <laughs> uh, this is a lot of people's favorite episode of the year, Andy. That you're getting to be on. Mm-hmm. No pressure we, at all. Eddie and I, for the last thirty-two. Years? <laughs> yeah. We've done a recap at the end of the year. It really has been three or four. You, I think Eddie this is... is on the last show of the year. Yeah. And we just pretty much go through the year and make sure we've covered everything that I may have missed okay. right. in my 100 episodes-ish we did this year. Well, right. 100 plus that after those 12 days of Christmas, I'm exhausted. Yeah. 12 in a row. Yeah, yeah. Yowza. <laughs> That's a whole thing. That was a real, it was a real joy. It was quite a Christmas party we did this year, but. You really don't end the year by kind of like, like the rest of the world sort of after Thanksgiving just sort of starts to turn it down a little bit. You just crank it up. Crank it up. You I do a to. lot for Christmas. the end of the year. Yeah, it had to be Christmas. Had right. to be like that. This is the last show of this week. We will not have a Thursday show this week. Because well, that means a lot. We'll turn. Yeah, <laughs> this is Monday the thirtieth. Yeah, right. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Yeah. Wednesday is New Year's Day, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. We will start one hundred days to brave twenty twenty on Mon- on Wednesday, and then we will not have a show Thursday. But we'll be back next Monday. But isn't there like an extra day in your recent release? Oh yeah, yeah with you. No. Oh, I was but like, like in you... general, didn't you add a couple days? So like it won't go for a hundred days this time. Oh yeah, we have ten extra days at the end. Yeah, so it'll yeah, go. I to wasn't April, making a joke. April twentieth. You yeah, thought so I was April setting 10th. you up for a joke. I could tell you had that like sparkle in your eye. Like let's. let's I hear thought the you were line. setting me up for to talk about the show we released of you that people went nuts over the day before Thanksgiving. That everyone was like, now everyone is a. Yeah. massive fan of the new activist. Yeah, no, yes. I thought that's what you were setting me up No, for. no, I was not. You've been on the show two times in two months. Yeah, I feel like that's the feedback I hear is that they want more <laughs> of me. 
on your show. They really come to your that show. They don't, right. don't want to listen to your actual podcast that right. you host. Right. But right. Only when you're on Annie's show. That's right. No, right. They're, they could. Look, I broke this. They could carry it. Uh, let's just Ooh. narrate what's Eddie. happening. Annie just Annie destroyed her, her main microphone. She's I know how to screw it back in. It, so uh, does Andy. Confused. Both of you know how to fix this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could oh, try. Oh, there it is. There she is. She got it. I mean, I do, I do a few Lego sets in my day, oh, the women. Yeah. so I could probably figure out how to do it. Yeah. I want you to be able to fix it yourself, uh-huh, and you did. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. So, Andy, I'm glad you're here until yeah. you're not here. Yes. So that we can, because this show, <clears throat> the end of 2019 leading into 2020, is also a recap of the entire decade, Eddie. Oh, gosh. I get real in my head about big periods of time. Hold on, we just well, have to pause. You've got to fix this. I'm fixing it. I feel it. like I've lost your I'm fixing focus. it. It still does this, but that's because I have to do that. No, I got it. No, stay on your side. Okay, I was coming over. Nope, don't do it. Now I it's get, fixed. So I get, like, uh, I get in my head when I think of the whole decade, though. Like it's it, daunting? Yeah, there's been a lot. I mean, my own age, I've gone from 30 to 40. My entire right. life has changed. We need to talk about that because all life. three of us are it switched. Everybody yeah. <laughs> in the planet switched a decade in this year, yep. in this Yeah, years. that's how time works. That's how time works. <laughs> you know I get real fr- confused about time, though. Like yeah, every yeah. time change. How do you? Oh, yeah. You do, you do? Oh, I lose a whole night of sleep. Almost. Wait, why? Because <laughs> I go to bed not knowing if it's a, like, I have to ask Brianne, what will happen at one o'clock? Does it turn into two o'clock or does it turn back into midnight? And I'm, she's like, the clock just changes on its own. I know. I cannot. I cannot. It unnerves me. The fact that places still say on daylight savings, don't forget, spring forward, fall backwards. I'm like, you know, all of our clocks do that now. Yeah. yeah. Except the one by my bed. Everyone else. Except the ones in your grandma's kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to go check on grandma. But other than that, she's living half of her life missing an hour. An hour. I feel like nine times out of 10, depending, like for my job, but we're traveling enough to where my time changes at least once or twice a week. So any any other time change, I'm always like, yeah, throw it on. That's fine. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Yeah, we're good. You're just always paying attention. (laughs) Whatever your phone says, that's the time you're in. Yes. And it's going to be fine. Yes. Although it's fun when you have to like set an alarm and you're thinking like, wait, what time zone will I be when this alarm goes off? Mm. That's always fun. I'm only an hour earlier right now, but I always keep my watch at home time. I've Mm. noticed that, that you didn't change your watch when you came here. Is that like a Bob Goff, I'm always on the way home thing? Or Uh, what is that about? It's mostly because I will... Be going about the day, and I will think to call home and talk to even Lucy, and they'll be asleep, and I'll miss them. And uh, so I'll miss like they have like their kids, so they have like little windows of when they're yeah. doing stuff. So it's it's yeah. not like it's not like reminiscent of home. I just I cannot. <laughs> yes, I do not have the mental go. capacity to just add an hour because I'm no. in Nashville. There's too much. There's too much else going on that that our watches need to just be right or what yeah. we need them to be. Yeah. So time and directions elude me. Sure. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about a whole decade. We can start with this year. Yeah, I feel like there's one y'all both. Well, first, let's talk about that we're all creeping up quickly on 40. How does 40 Oof. feel different than creeping up on 30? Um, It, it feels better. I I think for me personally, mm-hmm. um, I, it, it's not as, it's not daunting to me. I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what comes next. So it, it doesn't really bother me. Whereas like 30, I think that made me feel like I was an adult where I was like, okay, I'm already an adult now, so now I can actually like pay off all my student loans and Were you married and, at 30? No. Okay. I was not married at 30. So th- so turning 40 will be your first like changing of the tens column Correct. as a married man. Yes. Were you you were married at 30? I was married at 30. Yeah, yeah. we got married at like 20, when I was 24. We've been married How for like 15 years. Sally? 
Yeah. yeah. We thought we were old at the time, but we were young. Mm-hmm. It was the right time for us, but it was crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was young. How do you feel about turning 40? You know, I've been like actually really looking forward to it because turning 30 was a non thing mm-hmm. because I had just started my role as a pastor at a church yeah. like a month beforehand. And so my 30th birthday was just like poof. It was like, I, I don't even remember that it happened. Mm-hmm. I, the next thing I know, I'm like 32. Mm-hmm. But I've been thinking about like a lot about this is the second half of my life, right? I mean, objectively, like assuming I make it to 80 years old, this is the second half. And I've been thinking a lot about what did I do in the first half? And what are the things that like I've always wanted to tackle? And it's not like little stuff. It's like big. Yeah. Like I want to. Can I push back on your half-life, though? Because mathematically, you're correct. Half of correct. 40, correct. half of 80 is 40. But to be true, you haven't been choosing to be a person except for the last 20. So you're probably more in your first third of being an adult. You've got... Of like a cognizant, like, responsible human. Yes. Because, yeah. like, the f- 1 to 10, that doesn't really count to me as, like, time I've invested in being a person. I just was playing with my little ponies. Yeah, me too. Same. But so, And I mean real ponies. We were filthy rich. <laughs> we had real small horses Really everywhere. tiny little miniature yeah, yeah, horses. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as they started to grow too big... We threw them away. Throw them out. Yeah, toss garbage. them in the river. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they the, call... the next, the farm down the river oh, was yeah. just like <laughs> these little horses keep so just showing up. Living horses. <laughs> the river of tears. <laughs> they ra- raised Everybody them. would just. Why yeah. are they? Right. Check, check that one off so, the list. Also, next, the little tiny horses in a river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not the second half of my life. I just think about like I've got, but but also to that end, like probably seventy to eighty are not going to be as wildly productive oh, sure. as, as 40 to 70. So I really yeah. feel like I've Speak had... Speak for like, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> think Cameras still up. work. He can still push a camera <laughs> right. button from 70 yeah. to 80. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the big things, like successfully like handled like mm. a marriage and yeah. children and career and differentiating from my family and growing up and leaving home. Like there's a yeah. lot that happened yeah. in these first... And I wonder like what are the big themes of the next... That's where it Gosh, that's where, I feel mm. so different from 2010. You do? I, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I just can't, ima- I can't imagine what the good and the bad I will walk through in the next decade that oh, will yeah. change me as much as I've changed in the last 10 years. Even just your last year. Yeah. I mean, to encapsulate 10 years. Right. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's really yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, when, when I turned 30, too, I had, I had kind of a very crazy year that year. Um, I mean, I think Eddie's heard this story, but like that year I was touring with a band and the singer challenged me to lose a lot of weight. I used to be a lot of bigger of a guy and, uh, he challenged me to lose all this weight. And there was this whole crazy contest where he said, if I lost 80 pounds in eight months, he'd give me $20,000 and I did it. Oh my gosh. And I turned 30 in the middle of that. So I had a giant blowout 30th birthday party where me and my friends made a nineties cover band that played at our party. Oh yeah. And Wally, the robot was there. So I think that, that whole thing like kind of just signified, like I felt, I really felt like I grew up right in that Mm. moment. Here is adulthood. And like, yeah, I'm like, I'm an adult now. Like I went through this crazy thing that was very like, testing to yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it just so happened to be when I turned 30 yeah. that I did that. So I think now as my first decade of like really feeling like a grown up, I'm air quoting very yeah. hard right there. Um, but so I think now at 40, it will be like my first kind of actually being a grown up and like uh, being able to like, I don't know, 
do grown-up things. That no, sounds, I that sounds like something a kid would say, but <laughs> no, I feel the same way. You know it feels I mean. like forty. We just get to we get to refine the engine instead of building it. I very I, well said. I also yes, that's right. Thank You're you. a writer, yeah, and yeah. I am not. <laughs> no, you said it great. That's an incredible story. <laughs> I also am aware that there are people that are fifty and sixty. They're laughing. Like, they're like, oh, I remember. I remember yeah. when I thought 40 was a thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. But I, th- I feel that same way about people who are 28 that are going like totally turning 30. And I'm like, no, because no. to me, 29 to 30 was significantly harder. And being mm-hmm. 29 and single, you just think, is my actual life ending? Yeah. But I'm not getting married. I'm not married before I'm 30. Mm-hmm. And so I got to make some real strategic choices going 29 to 30 about like, if I'm going to be single, here's what I want it to look like. Yeah. And so 29 to 30 was so much harder than it feels like 39 to 40 is. Absolutely. And we've jolted ourselves purposefully, well, not purposefully, but kind of in the last year into this new season of life with Brienne Mm -hmm. going to law school. Like, our life will change now. So 40 is, this period of time is going to be similar to turning 30. Yeah. Like, Life. Oh, Andy has to oh, leave. I have to it? leave. It's, it's two, that time. It's two okay. thirty. Will you? It's one of I will high, I will high five the two thirty joke, but reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Um, yeah. Andy, will you come back on the show sometime? I will. Okay, great. Uh, because you know that I really don't have a lot going on right now. Right. <laughs> Other than going and to you're an Enneagram 9. Oh, gosh, yeah, I am. So I That's, love you, Andy. We'll talk. see you in June. Yeah. Right. Say hi, um, Roxy. Do you need anything from us? Bathroom is I'm, out I literally there. am going to go brush my teeth. I'm holding my toothbrush and yeah. toothpaste right now. Bye, um, Thanks for being All on right. the show. Bye. I'm glad to see you. <laughs> Just close the door on your way out. Andy, I like that we're welcoming guests in and out of a studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like we're on like some sort of like morning zoo TV That's right. radio That's true. show. If, That's right. So, He's great. Oh, Andy's an incredibly good person. 2020, one of my goals is to spend more time with him and Roxy. Yeah, they're him and Roxy Barron. Really good, kind people. Good people. I'm grateful to be introduced to them. Also uses his platform really well. He's like super cool. Like he's got Brie and I into shows. Yeah. And like, but it like invites us, reaches out. Yeah. Like, hey, here's our man. Come see a show. I ordered a vinyl record because I saw him playing it on yeah. his vinyl record. He's, he's an guy. influencer. That's yeah. what he is. Andy Barron, comma. Influencer. He's here until he's not, comma, <laughs> influencer. <laughs> That's his whole thing. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation with Eddie to tell you about our friends over at Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies, and that's why Ritual's founder is on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry. Not only have they obsessively researched each nutrient in their visionary women's multivitamin, carefully choosing forms that are absorbable by the body, but they've also tested their formula. Science fact isn't just a buzzword for them. It is the standard. Ritual left out mystery additives, synthetic fillers, and shady extras that can be found in some traditional multivitamins. I absolutely love these little vitamins. I take them every morning, two of them, and I really enjoyed the bottle I have. I do feel like I'm sleeping better, like my body is working better. I have really enjoyed it. And listen, I don't care how healthy you are, friends. We got to be taking a vitamin. Everybody should be taking a vitamin. And this is the right one for you gals out there. Ritual is traceable and transparent. For those of you who are obsessive label readers like me, Ritual uses vegan certified, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergen-free ingredients, and their sources are out there for the whole world to see because they believe you deserve to know what you're putting in your body. They use high quality ingredients like vegan algal oil instead of fish oil, which comes from the fermentation of microalgae. I know, very important, but it's a patented process that leaves minimal environmental contamination. 
And I think this is important when you're taking them in the mornings. Ritual is designed to be gentle on an empty stomach. Their delayed release, no nausea designed capsule is made to be gentle on an empty stomach. And I think this is brilliant. The mint essence tab that's in every bottle makes taking your vitamins a minty fresh experience. For real, you open the bottle and it smells like mint and it does not smell like fish oil, which I love. Daily changes can lead to big results and we're going to be healthier in the next decade than we were in the past. So Ritual is offering my friends 10% off your first three months. That's the first 100 days, huh? Just like we're doing 100 Days of Brave together, you guys. Try it out. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com slash that sounds fun to start your new ritual today. That's 10% off for your first three months. Ritual.com slash that sounds fun. And now back to the show. Okay, so we're going to turn 40. We're going to turn 40. Oh, yeah. And so just like Brianne's in law school. Yeah. What are we going to do after law school? Where are we going to move? We're going to yeah. do like all of this is very exciting. So I like that we've jump started the excitement. How important is it to you to mark a new decade? Maybe, I mean, for us, mathematically, it works out for our lives and for the calendar. Like 1980, you were born, right? Yes. Uh huh. Right. So we always, what month were you born? July. You? February. Ah, uh, older, <laughs> an older man in the studio Little today. A bit wiser. <laughs> Way to you. These next few months are going to be crazy for you. <laughs> you don't even know what's about to happen. <laughs> um, I just, so for a lot of people, for nine out of 10 people who yeah. weren't born in an ought year like us, yeah. they are, they're just entering a new decade of 2020 for it, the one out of 10 of us who were yeah. born in a zero, zero year. Mm-hmm. We're also entering a new life decade. How important is it for you to mark those? And what does it look like to mark those? Oh, now that's a good question, Annie. Thank you. My dad loves when people say that. You know, I think I don't know when they are to be marked, but I know it when they're coming. Like, uh, keep going. I don't know that turning 40 was going to be a thing. I did. I don't know if 2020 was going to be a thing, but I know that somehow them all happened. I mean, you had to know that turning 40 is going to be a thing. I guess so. Over yeah. the hill and stupid stuff people used to say like yeah, that. I guess that's true. But I, I feel like there was, I mean, for me, it was, I would say 34 was one of the most, because that's when I had uh, children. Yeah. And so that's a year that I mark like BC, AD of sure. like turning 34. Sure. And I knew to mark that. You know, Annie, I don't know how to mark it other than to hold on real tight to it mm. in terms of like, just don't let it like really um, be in it. Like, mm-hmm. Take, and that's like, silly, but like take the pictures, yeah. be, talk about it, be like, be really present with mm-hmm. it. I don't know. There's probably a better way. There's probably something more sort of like, book to make or you know some know. sort of like I don't know how to do it you but do, you do mention every year that you do take time on this week the last week of the year yeah. and you do choose to do some reflecting yeah because we go to I mean we haven't always but the last couple of years it's been easy we go to my parents have a cabin that's just really tucked away uh-huh. hard to get internet hard to get just most of life and we just play yeah. and we're just there but it also there's a lot of time just sitting on a porch and thinking and yeah it, this is the week where I just kind of figure out, okay, slow down for a second. Yeah. What's next? What matters? What do you want this year to be about? Yeah. And our 2020 is pretty marked out already. Yeah. This year, it's more just resting. But, you know, I started a new role at IJM. Yeah. There's already a lot of new happening. I just want to do it well this year. I want to, like, yeah. support Brian. You know, by this time next year, Brian's almost done with law school. Yeah. And, and I know everybody's, like, going through these kinds of things. But for us, it's going to be like, Big decisions to make in 2020. Yeah. And I just think it, it, for me, a lot of like yeah. Annie's life 
what happens next is I do that more marking around my birthday. Yeah. And I kind of go like, okay, for this is my calendar that isn't everybody else's calendar. Mm -hmm. But when big years like 2020 happen, I kind of go like, okay, what, I mean, to be overly, to draw the line too clearly and be overly spiritual, 2020 is when you see clearly. Totally. So what can we see clearly this year that I haven't seen clearly before, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I I just feel like normally I don't feel a push to assess Mm -hmm. a year or assess a season of my life until July, but I feel a real like, okay. I always feel it this time of year, but I, but it's also because I have an early birthday. So it all just kind of starts to happen. Yeah. So you're feeling, so what do you feel like? I don't know. I think, I mean, I think it is a, um, for both of our jobs, my job projects way farther out. I mean, I know what 2022 looks like in a lot of ways professionally. Um, And so, which I'm very grateful for Mm because it means I see my job Mm -hmm. existing. Uh, But personally, you know, you just, there's hopes. I I mean, there's no secret to that. There's hopes in me for what this year could hold. And, but there's also like, I mean, like I was just saying with Andy and you, uh, I thought turning 29 to 30, I remember having a decision where I said, if I am still single in a decade, I will regret not doing this now. And that was oh. moving to Scotland. And I moved to Scotland. Uh, I made the decision in 2010 to move in 2011. Oh. And so I, I have this real clear memory of, I thought for sure I wouldn't be single here mm-hmm. because I thought I should do this. Because I, I said, I said no to all this in my 20s. If I do it again in my 30s, I could blink and I'll be 40 and still not have done fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And one of them was moved to Scotland. And, and so I, I look at, at this turn so much easier because I have lived my life really well yeah. in the decade that I thought I wouldn't be single in. Right. And, um, and so it makes me excited about the next decade because I've seen, uh, I've made mistakes. I mean, you know, I've made mistakes and I've been heartbroken and I've broken a heart and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all the above, but it has, I reflect proudly on the work I did in my thirties and hope that the things I wanted in my thirties come in my forties. Yeah. That thinking through a decade, you just like stopped me because I realized a decade from now, my children will be 17 and 18 years old. Picking colleges. This decade will be about even, even Lucy really. Mm. This is it. This is my decade with them. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about that? Oh, you know, (laughs) you know, I can't talk about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that will be, yeah, that's the, so what you were saying, like, yeah, yeah, that's interesting mm-hmm. here. Cause it's like, oh, 30 seemed like yesterday, right? Doesn't it feel like a blink again? We will blink and be 50. Yeah. Yeah. When I am 50, yeah, they, they will be, they will be all done. And so. But also isn't damn. it sweet to think, I mean, you and I have talked about this before about the uh-huh. slowness and the seasonalness of life. Yeah. You get a whole 10 years. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, what there, is it? The days are slow, but the years are fast? Isn't that what parents say? That's totally true. Yeah. But I mean, it's, what you think about the... If I'm going to be single in a decade, this is going to be what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And you are single a decade later. And so yeah. what does it look like to get to 50? Yeah. And what is it... And what did I not do that I wish I would have done? Right. That I'm still physically, emotionally, <laughs> financially capable to do now. Yeah. You know, that I that maybe when I'm 70, I won't be able to do for one reason or another. Yeah. And so so there are things I I certainly did not do my 30s perfectly. There are things I wish I would have done differently. And so we get to we get to try. We yeah. get to go with the four in the front. Yeah. 
there is something to, do, do you feel career-wise you um, feel less aggressive than you did 10 years ago? I feel that way. I don't feel that way. Only because I wasn't doing this full-time 10 years ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm only on year seven of this being my full-time job. I started mm -hmm. this April of 2012, so we're starting year eight. Yeah. I feel like it's 40s, I think, are this decade is going to be slower, but not less important. That's right. But less intense. That's right. It's like, what am I going to do? How am I going to, what's the I next I won't travel step? like I did in my 30s. I won't travel yeah. in my 40s like I did in my 30s. Like, there's a really good chance I'm still in my job. Yeah. 10 years from now, which blows my mind. Yeah. There's like a, a pretty decent chance. Yeah. Like, still be doing freedom work for IJM. Yeah. God willing. 10 more years. And that could be, like, it's not unreasonable to think. Yeah. That could be the next decade of work. And I'd, right. be, I'd be honored if it was. That's right. But I would have never, in 30s, it would have just been like this, and then this, and then this mm -hmm. move. And then it would have never, I would have never thought that. Yeah. Whew. Annie F. Downs. Boy, you really got me with that. Let's, let's talk about that what, kid thing. You got yourself. The, <laughs> you, you said it, and I was like, Damn. the Lord brought that to your mind. That didn't do anything. To, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. Let's talk about the other serious stuff. Let's do um, it. Gender reveals have done, they're too much. It's too much. Things we're going to leave in 2019. I don't want people to have died because of them. Right. That being said, I mean... You're taking them with you into 2020? <laughs> well, that being said, I think we've come... I think the world now knows we've come to the natural conclusion. Yeah. Like... Because when I get married and pregnant, I'm just going to have a cake. If we even do it like that, let's just make the inside of the cake a surprise. And 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 why? There's a 50-50 chance... Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, anybody would take 50-50 odds. Did y'all find out for Lucy what she was? She was a baby. <laughs> and that is a joke. <laughs> uh, we did. Yeah. But wait, but uh, My friend Katie B always said, I can't know anything else about this baby mm -hmm. except whether it's a boy or a girl. I don't know its hair color. I don't know anything. Well, because we found out about Eve first. Sure. And we knew Eve was a girl and yeah. all these things. And so we wanted them to have... Because she was adopted and she was already alive. We wanted, Yes, and we wanted yeah. them to have the same experience coming into the world because our story briefly is they both happened around the same time and came home within three weeks of each other. So we didn't want it to be <laughs> like... Insane. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. But we didn't want it to be like people get Eve little monogrammed things, you know, whatever. And uh -huh. then we wanted them to have the same experience. Yes. And so we told people very early that you know, Lucy was a We're lady. having girls. <laughs> yeah. And we already knew Eve's name. So we just, that was the thing. I, I, if we hadn't, I don't know if we would have. But the gender reveal thing is ridiculous to yeah, me. Yeah. Because it is a 50-50 shot at the most, one of the most common things that happens with our whole species. Uh-huh. Right? It's, yeah. It's like, if you were like doing a thing where you're going to move somewhere in the world and you tell, well, that's kind of fun. Uh -huh. Not everybody moves out of their hometown. And right. somewhere, there's so many cities in the world. And where are you going to go? Right, that's that's a reveal. Yep. Oh, you you reveal it, and you're like, oh, well, half the people guessed right. It's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> we we knew that was a chance. We thought really high that that could be one of the yeah. two. Yeah. The reveal is, hey, we're pregnant, because that's not automatic. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. easy to do. Yeah. That takes a long time. That's not always a right. That's yeah. That's not, what I've heard. I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, it can be a whole thing. Yeah. Right. That's a thing that's like, surprise. But then when you're pregnant, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, who cares? Yeah, it's going to be it's a gonna boy. It's going to be a boy. It's going to be a girl, a little fat face. We're going to yeah. kiss it. Who cares? Everybody's going to love it. Everybody's going to love your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's a boy or a girl, they're going to be thrilled the person is here. But the fact that people have now begun to die with these reveal parties yeah. is it's just like, 
That's not. We've seen the end, right? I mean, even beside the tragic part, the cost of the like airplanes flying over oh. and dropping powder. I'm like, no, I can't. It's exactly. I can't spend that money. It's the thing with prom, too. Oh, you see every, promposals. Can we leave those in 2019? Like, first of all, yes, because it's all like little practice marriages. Uh-huh. Right? He's, ooh, he's he's telling her about the prom, and he's right. inviting her, and she's saying yes, and it's a whole social media thing. Yeah. I'm like, no. 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 Just let's settle down on the whole thing. Yes. No one... 100%. What else you want to leave in 2019? What else do I want to leave in 2019? Yeah, what else? When you look back on this year, what else is there like, nah, I went, I went into that. <laughs> what did we talk about? We had a couple of funny, here, remind me what we oh, talked talk about. Oh, talk about, well, for, well let, instead of leaving in 2019, let's talk about in the last decade how almond milk has just taken over. Oh, everybody's into that. Oat milk, almond milk. Soy is even getting a bad rap these days because, well, and as, as it should. Yeah, and I'm going to one-up you here, and I'm sorry, but uh, a decade ago, you go to the store, you got two, two kinds of Oreos. Oh, yeah. Right? And we were all Double fine stuff or regular. That was it. For whatever, 50 years. Yeah. I couldn't have loved Oreos more. I still, if, we, if we're going to go get a thing, it's, I'm going to get one of two kinds of Oreos. All day. Now, Which, what are you going to get? Oh, I'm going to go single ply. I don't like the double what? stuff. What? I, no. I like the ratio there. No, I'm double stuff all the way. Right, the mega you, is just, I mean, and I like is, stuff sweet, and that's too much. This is the problem. And the one that has like the white cookies instead of the brown. Yeah, and then, the mint. The birthday cake, stop. Snickers. Yeah. Candy. 95 different kinds. Yeah. You told me in real life your favorite candy. Yeah, M&M's. And I had to clarify. Yeah, which kind? Caramel, peanut, yeah, sure. regular. I think that's a thing I could leave in 2019. I would like to just have less choice. Mm. That's why I like Trader Joe's. I Give me four cereals. Yeah. I don't want a whole thing. Give me JoJo. JoJo's are either going to be JoJo's. Yeah, but those Christmas JoJo's. But the Christmas the whole, JoJo's. Throws that whole theory away. Because that Christmas JoJo. I'm I will, stopping on the way home just because you brought it up. I'll have zero regrets yeah. over whatever happens between oh. me and a Christmas package of JoJo's. hundred <laughs> percent. Christmas JoJo's are the business. That's for sure true. Yeah. It's too much choice. Do you buy Christmas JoJo's and things of that nature and stockpile them for the year? No. No, me neither. I'm like, these are special. We are purely now and Brienne is so fun about celebrating holidays. Uh-huh. She'll come home as soon as October one hits. Plenty of like all of the different kinds of little pumpkin y spice Trader Joe's sure, things. Sure, Just sure. loves it. And then it's all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it happily because she... it has to be only special for that moment. Yes. Yes. Because I think if we had Trader Joe's, peppermint, whatever, JoJo's all year, who wouldn't care? Yeah. That's right. But it's just the day they get out there. I love the savoring thrilled. of something special. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we're going to take that with us into 2020 is keeping things in their right season. Right right season and just settling down on all the choice. Yeah. Let's just... That happens sometimes. We're right by a road. Sometimes, this was funny to me. Uh, The other week, a guest was really going for it. Really, I could not interrupt. Didn't want to interrupt. Right. And an ambulance goes by. (laughs) And the... Because we're close to Vanderbilt Medical, Vanderbilt Hospital. Mm -hmm. And... The biggest response from people was, I thought there was an ambulance beside me in the car yeah. and I pulled over <laughs> or I turned the radio down thinking I was there was an emergency and it was just on the pod. We're recording in Ghana, part of the <laughs> activist series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there with a young man who is like a survivor. His story is named Jeffrey. He, uh-huh. uh, he's like, oh, I mean, we did a whole episode about him. Like he's this incredible person. And unbeknownst to me, I mean, he and I are like locked eyes, deep conversation. A rooster has come up and is like by my leg. Oh, my gosh. And crows. (gasps) And it was like all I could think of was do not 
let out a string of obscenities right now because <laughs> you're super because I was real scared yeah. and I hate being scared. Yeah. It's like my least favorite thing. Really? Do you like being surprised? No. Oh, okay. None of it. I don't yeah. like that. Okay. There's something wrong with it though. I don't because I don't like it because other mm. people who I know who are awesome and healthy love it. But I don't. No, that doesn't mean that you just don't have to like it. Yeah, uh, who cares? But there feels like something that's a controlling. I thing do about think it. you're missing out. Being surprised by something great. Well, the problem is, what's going to happen? What if you hate it? It's that feeling, though. Because I've been surprised, but I don't know what's coming. And then I'm like, ah, oh, look at that gift. Thank you. Yeah. That's a nice feeling. Andy Barron on the pod, that's not totally a surprise. It's an unexpected because we just went, hey, come with yeah. us after barbecue. Yeah, it's not like I need to control and understand my life. Yeah. Do you like being surprised? I love surprises. If I told you a surprise was coming, are you good with oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, get my anticipation up that, hey, next Thursday there's a huge surprise. You're not going to believe it. I can't sleep between now and then. It's like a, what was it, Kristen Wiig character on SNL? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 100%. I love that feeling. That's an Enneagram 7 thing, but that's also an Annie thing. Yeah. Is I just love and I love surprising other people like I'm not a show up surpriser but I would love to you to get a box in the mail mm-hmm. as my friend Eddie if I boxed up eight boxes of JoJo's mm-hmm. and they just show up at your house oh, yeah. on the day after Thanksgiving yeah I love that kind I'm of stuff. also a gifts person though so that would be a double sure yeah okay I, Jenna you hear that Jenna yeah, you, yeah. we gotta put a box of JoJo's a lot in the of mail. JoJo's for that gentleman <laughs> I do I don't like being scared though do you like being no, scared no but do you love it Halloween when Ellen DeGeneres sends her producer through haunted houses i i cannot disassociate from it enough to enjoy it because i know it's funny and i know she loves it when people pop out of the little box that's Uh between them Uh i cannot disassociate from it (laughs) eve this was a terrible thing that i did one time oh middle it's like middle of the night and sweet angel gets up for something and needs something but like i'm closing up the house so it's dark Bree's already in bed and she just Eve just shows up next to me, uh-huh. and I uh, I can't beep I can't be bleeped out. But I said, "Damn it, Eve, announce yourself." <laughs> is what I said to a like seven year old child that needed dad to like care uh-huh, for her in a minute. Uh-huh. And I just I immediately said that she like is startled, and then I just start to like cry laughing oh. because I'm like. Sorry, really, really scared me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all surprised all around, all, all around the horn. Everybody surprised. Hugged her, put her back to bed. <laughs> Damn it, Eve! Announce yourself. <laughs> like what child announces? Hello, Father. I'm in the room. And then you yell like, "Whoa! What are you? Why, what are you talking about?" There you is no way not away. to. Just yeah. some sort of warning, <laughs> anyway. The people who jump out and hide behind walls and scare people, I'm always like, you, "You're like, leave that in 2019. Yeah, stop scaring oh, yeah. people. Nobody. If you're not Ellen and you're not." scaring Taylor Swift. I don't care for it. Okay. Here's the thing. How are we going to do this? Can you see me? Sl- I'm, I'm self-censoring. How are we with like all the... Nah, we can't do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely cannot say what I was going to okay. say. But uh, yeah. If you change your mind, bring it back. Okay, I will. You just percolate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 There were, yeah I didn't want to reveal the depth of my terribleness as oh a my human gosh. being. You're not terrible. But you did this is a thing that you said was a big part of your life that I'm wondering if you're gonna take it into the next decade is bathing in hotels versus bathing at home. <laughs> we had this lovely lunch and we're talking about how we you just do shower and bathe differently at home versus a hotel, don't you? Yes. Right. Uh, so, but like, in a hotel in a uh, well what you and Andy were talking about is two bearded married men. Right. Which is a weird part of my life that I have so many bros who have beards. Right. Is that y'all were talking about how when you're in a hotel, you can shave all willy nilly. Oh, yeah. And just 
do your best to get it down the sink. A hotel has that mirror I love that sometimes has the big magnifying glass. So yeah, like yeah. this morning, just every little. Yeah. <laughs> getting all the edges, right? And there's like, I'm generally getting it off the sink, uh-huh. but I'm not like at home. I'm like, there are other human people living yeah, in this house that yeah. do not want to go and then use the none bathroom. None of them shave their face. You're none all of girls. It. And none of them want to see it. Yeah. Understandably. Uh-huh. This isn't like... Yeah, because like, it's coarse, tiny, short hairs. I, I right. haven't lived with it yet, but I've heard. I'm also not wearing my glasses usually when I'm doing this. So I'm doing my best to clean up, but I'm functionally blind. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I got yeah. just... There's going to be hair everywhere. Uh-huh. So yeah, we were talking about how like in a at home, you basically wash the car. Uh-huh. But like at a hotel, you really detail the car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no regrets whatever happens with a washcloth in a hotel. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh, just... Right? These are throwaway washcloths that you do not oh, ever have to account for. So gross. You're not going to wash it in your own washing machine, but you got to yeah. really make sure... You got the de- you got a detail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bleh. we'll see. For a lot of us, <laughs> people like Andy Barron, who's no longer in the building, and right. I, we are in hotels a lot. A lot. So which are just you don't. Yeah, they're bus stops. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed at a Hilton last night. A lovely place. Yeah. Still, you, it's still a bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> Someone you've never seen that you will never see slept in that same bed the night before you. Yeah. There was a whole hotels other. Hotels are a surprising thing. We've come around. That we, we've come to, that for generations, people have been fine right. with sleeping in a bed that's, yeah. and using a toilet yeah. and wearing a robe. Just suspending. Yeah, I can never wear those robes. Oh, I so. always, a friend of mine said the other day that he was staying in a hotel tonight, and I said, I hope the bed is comfy, and I hope there's a robe in the closet. Yeah. That's my biggest hopes for no, anybody entering a hotel room. But the robe is never for my body type. So I, every time I ever want to put on the robe, <laughs> I like put it on. And I'm just like, I like go to close it and it's like, hup, hup. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> I can get it around, uh-huh. you know, like uh-huh. I can get it basically around, but then it's like, hopefully I can just like, that, seal it, that the belt has the tensile strength for me to <laughs> just be able to tie it. And then why on earth? But someone else had that robe on. 100%. And so all we do is lie to ourselves. Yeah. That it is clean. It yeah. is, it is terrible, but we're going to. But like when Dateline NBC has like no. hotel expose, I'm like, no, I can't. And I they can't weren't care. they weren't in junk. No, 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 because you don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I sleep in hotels constantly. You cannot stay a at a buddy's house no. that you feel like they you know where that comforter has been since it was at Bed Bath and Beyond. Yes. Like you just have to. That do doesn't this. happen in every city, so we stay in hotels. Here's the thing: you won't be able to unthink either. Oh, I mean, boy. you get on a lot of planes. You're yeah. Every time I get on a plane. And I sit I'm down, so afraid of I think, oh, no, this one isn't like it'll gross you out. But like, I always have a little anxiety on a uh-huh. plane because I'm like, this is a little wild that we're doing this. Yeah. We're all flying here. And I always think the person next to me is the person that I, there is a tiny chance I'm going to have my final reconciling moments of life with, <laughs> you know? And what am I going to do when we, Janice uh-huh. and I realize uh-huh, that this is where you where it ends. Right. Like texting our family together or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. I don't have the end of that thought. I don't do thought, that. But I always feel like, gosh, is this the person who I... That, this is this will show so clearly to people who haven't already very clearly recognized the difference in our personalities. <laughs> I I always think, we just got to the West Coast, West Coast so much faster than pioneers. Like, I always think, my gracious, they yeah. like, that one family ate each other. As meat 
because they couldn't get across the Salt Lake. Aren't, aren't we lucky? Of Salt Lake City. What a joy. And what I a just time to there. be alive. Yes. What a time to be alive. That's what I think. I think this is amazing. My great grandparents never saw the top of the Rocky Mountains. Yes. No way did they ever see the top of the Rocky Mountains. And all I'm thinking is, ah, Janice. death has whis- whispered in my ear as, <laughs> as I traversed across the country <laughs> watching the new Jack Ryan series on my iPad, and I've made it. And then you land and you go, I will never see. I mean, there is something existential, I think that's the right word, about like being in a plane full of humans you've never met before and you'll never see them again. What are the chances? But God knows them all. That always is like, God knows them all. If I see a plane, I think this every time I, if I see a plane go across the sky, I think there are people sitting in that looking down. They can't see me. I see them and God knows them all. And I think that is absolutely insane that he knows me and he knows every person on that plane that I cannot see. Yeah, that is wild. <laughs> it's next, <laughs> next level, it is, I know. It's real meta. It's bizarre. Um, speaking of transportation, here's something I think will happen in the next decade that I need your hot take on. Cars without drivers. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend, and I didn't know this, but it has a Tesla. And new Teslas come equipped with a mode that they say, like the Tesla is saying, will be ready in the next couple of years, and uh-huh. so the technology exists in your car where you can basically park your car at your house and put your car in Uber mode, uh-huh. and your car will drive away, and for the rest of the night, be an Uber for you. And it will make what? make you money throughout the night. So you'll park at your house, and because it, it then turns autonomous, it will then pull out of your driveway <gasps> and go and be an Uber. And then you wake up in the morning, your car will be there, and you will have made money as an Uber driver. But there is no driver, and people get into a car without a driver. Right. So Tesla is, like, fully preparing for this, not as a concept. Yeah. So, like, it's going to happen, and it's weird. I don't like driving at all. In fact, I really dislike it. Yeah. I really dislike driving. Yeah. Um, And so I'm into it, but the control part of me is terrified. Yeah, how do you not watch? If I'm in the back seat and I'm the only person in the car, right? I might as well just be driving. Unless they're all that way. The problem for me is when it's half and half. Because yeah. I still have some goofball that can run an intersection. Yeah. When they're all robots, yeah. Well, then it's like a big Disney ride. A friend of mine was just saying to me, <laughs> as it is, was saying to me recently that that is the hope of the future is that none of us own cars because right. cars spend 90% of their lives parked. And doing nothing but taking up space. Oh, yeah. And so if we all were just in... That's a great point. ...in Uber kind of self-driven cars, right. we get back all that parking space That's a great across point. the world. We get all the parking spaces back. That's a great and point. We are, and we just call an Uber, and it takes us back home. And the people who store a lot of stuff in their car, we're going to have to get a new life. Do you store anything in your car? Uh, in my trunk, I always have Pearl, the summertime Pegasus, my float, in case we need to... And it's pump. I keep my soccer ball in the car, and I keep disposable, or not disposable, reusable grocery bags. That's all that's in my car. Yeah, that's good. We have the reusable yeah. grocery bags. Yeah. I don't want to give that's away- That's something everybody needs to be doing in 2020. Like, oh, let's feel- just really stop using plastic and paper bags. Here's a thing that people need to start doing. Uh, grocery pickups. We oh. have We do all our grocery shopping on an app, and yes. then just go, and then a really nice person comes out and loads it in the trunk. That's one of those things that was like, oh, we get- we can't keep grocery shopping. We okay, can't... so here's a, that's an interesting take, but I actually have found I like the I like what it forces. So yes, I sometimes I order my groceries to be delivered to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I need the slowdown of that forty minutes 
of just walking through the grocery store. Yeah, those are like I'll do that. Like we've gotten really into cooking Indian food. Have you? Yeah. Why? Because I went to India a couple years ago. Yeah. And I had never really had that much Indian food. And I was like, oh, so this is the best food ever. Okay. Like for me, it just hits my palate right. And then Brian got me this really great cookbook Uh that is by this amazing Indian chef. Okay. Who teaches Americans how to cook. So she's like, you've heard it called this. Like, this is what it would call for in an Indian cookbook. Here's what it is in the American version. You don't have this kind of pot in America. Use this. Okay. So. Um, so for those moments, I'm like, yes, it's a lovely, like, let's pick up the bundle of basil and yeah, smell it and yeah, see yeah, how yeah. things are going. And let's lick all the grapes before we put them back, you know, and, <laughs> right? Because we're all staying Gross. in hotels. That's um, right. <laughs> it's like, who cares? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, normally. Yeah, I, I just see Just have it. a person, when we're getting almond milk and we're getting, let's just put it all in the trunk. Yes. Oh, yeah. almond milk. Did but, we already talk about almond milk? Yeah, we talked about Yeah, we did. Sorry, milk. sorry, sorry. Okay, I was just making sure. That's been a big one for me. That's been a real... It's a divisive part of our family right now because Brianna has started to make homemade make almond milk. Your wife is in law school and making her own almond milk? She is. Eddie, you better... She is. She is. I know you locked that down, but you better really <laughs> lock that down. She has a phenomenal capacity for all of life. That's is unbelievable. A, I mean, just the, the number of friendships that she maintains yes. authentically without burning herself yes. out. Yes. It's unbelievable. I and then do, makes her own almond milk while going to graduate school. And goes to graduate school. And to just be a does lawyer. Gr- and hangs out with us on the weekend. Yes. She's not like disappearing. She's like a great mom. She's and like a good friend. Yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a 2020. We take her into the next decade. No question. Yeah, Brianne's coming along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. <laughs> Absolutely no question. She makes, But it's a big divisive thing because two of us in the family hate it. And two love it. So there is both a gallon of actual, like just regular old almond milk and then homemade almond milk. Oh, so it's not that you hate milk versus almond milk. It's that two members of the Coffolds home not, do not, not like the homemade. homemade. No, we no. think it is too sour. It oh, is too wow. weird. And for the us other to two are real into it. All into it. So you just drink your normal, normal. unsweetened vanilla. What are you? Unsweetened vanilla. What Same. are we drinking? A milkshake for breakfast? Just yeah, unsweetened. I'm oh no, I do un- unsweetened vanilla. Because On I, cereal? Uh, oh, no, my. like in my tea is what oh. I use it for. It's still vanilla. You wouldn't put vanilla in tea. Yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, you'd put vanilla like a creamer. In tea? Yeah, I do. Uh, like my morning tea. We, like we, a, we really hit an impasse here. <laughs> All these years later, this is what's going to derail us. Yeah, you just do pure unsweetened original. Yeah, because it's like milk. Yeah, I, I tend to think that the... Un, I'd use unsweetened original if I'm cooking with it or baking with it. You but put yeah, egg, You my, put eggnog in your cereal? Yeah, <laughs> just flavored... Eggnog's a thing we can it keep in 2019. Not, no way. I'm taking that all oh, we've talked the about, way. Yeah, we've, we've talked done about this. this Everybody's year. already in. Everybody's like, we know how you both feel about eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm unsweet vanilla. I'm okay with that. Um, something else that's happened in 2019 and that that is this decade is iPhones. Yeah. I mean, speaking of ordering your groceries, tell your grandparents that you order your groceries on your telephone right. that is wireless, it stays in your pocket. I wish I could. My grandparents are dead. As so. are mine. We've discussed Thanks this at for... length. I'm just saying. God, do you remember that thing I said to you one time? God, yeah, I can't remember. She made you that sausage breakfast sandwich? Uh, so, yes, yes, yes. And it was uh, biscuits, yes. And I biscuits. said something about it, and I didn't, I didn't realize she was dead, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, Anyhow, but anyway, but back to your point. Generations before now would how do you, never believe. How do you explain email? Oh, how do you explain the internet? Where is it? Right. How do you explain it to yourself? Much How do you explain less? Instagram? How, 
oh. I take a picture of something. Oh, I can't. And I put it on the internet, yeah. and my friends click. Oh, how do you feel about the like button disappear or the like count disappearing I on Instagram? Love it. I could not care less. I'm I glad it's gone. Great. I I I'm the. I like social media. I think yes. it's fun. Yeah. I like the jokes. I like the news. I like yeah. keeping up with friends. I like knowing your projects, right? Like, Because right. you got a lot going on. I want to know your podcast. I want to know yeah. who's on the show. I love all that. I really dislike it. Has, it has brought out the closet narcissism of so many people sure. that I didn't realize. It's like hard to watch people exist on social media. Uh-huh. And I don't know yet if I'd rather know it or not know it. Okay. Like... Part of me was just happier being ignorant of, like, because people really show their real selves on social media. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I think, I could be wrong on this, but there's just a certain, like, wow, you really, you said that? Yeah. You're posting that comfortably. Yeah. So I guess that reveals a part of your character. Yeah. But I don't know, Annie. I, I, no, I, I think I that's, get curmudgeonly about it. I heard that we had a parent of teenagers on the show recently who said, I can't remember who it is, sadly, but <laughs> who said, um, my kids will not have social media because because when they go home from school, they do not get a break from the pressures of school if they can still see all their friends all the time. Oh, man, Andy Crouch wrote a book about that. Yeah, that yeah, about TechWise. tech-wise. Maybe, maybe that's who we were talking about was that. Totally. And just the ability to... So even for me, I've been off social media for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. just besides posting about um, the podcast yeah. purely to give myself a separate life yeah. from that after a pretty grievous fall yeah. of internetting and where a lot of painful things happened around us and to us, I just needed a break. Yeah, it was no fun. And so I, but I was thinking about if I was 16 and could see everything all my friends were doing yeah. and I wasn't invited or I was just home or, uh, yeah. It takes a lot of mo- amount of mental energy for like an adult who's been through a bunch of counseling and like, yeah. Loves got to be able to process what happens yes. directly on social media. I cannot imagine being 16 and dealing with that. Me either. I, just having that access to yeah. the world. And the truth is the cat is out of the bag. Like our children will. Yeah. I, I just don't know how to, I, I just, I hope to, I hope that it's somehow a little bit more negotiated by the time they hit 12, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. Cause like right now it just seems too wild west. Yes. It seems too unchecked. So I'm fine with the like thing being gotten. Yeah. Where does social media go from here? What happens next? Do we uh, go backwards? Or I do. Is there I some... do. I think, it go, I think yeah, it's... It I mean, we already wider. see like the pendulum shifting away from Facebook. See yeah. it. I think it goes... I think it just goes smaller. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also consolidated. I think it turns into... One or two things that we yeah. all do. And yeah. networks. Big com- we're, we're following big companies. It's not so much about the individual. It's uh-huh. about the... You know, it's like the old days. Like yeah. I trust GE, so yeah. I'll pay attention to NBC. Right, that right. kind of stuff. Right. Like, I mean, it's it's happening with podcasting a little bit. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say that's the uh, where do we go with podcasting? That's the other thing that you last night we were at dinner with some friends, and you said the wild wild west is pod- podcasting is still the wild west. Oh yeah, well, but I mean that that was the thing. It was there were, I mean, I think there are. I heard recently there was like 500,000 shows, but then there's like 100,000 shows being added every year or something. That, wow. that that number is wrong, but there was something like basically the number was there's more than you could ever listen to. So I love it yeah. because everybody who hears a show thinks I've got a shot. Yeah. If I spend 3,000 bucks, I can yeah. get a crazy good mic, plug it into my laptop, 
I have my editing software, I can make a show. And that's not untrue. Yeah. But the market has sat- is saturated. Yeah. So I feel like with podcasting, it's the consolidation yeah. of, I mean, like you with That Sounds Fun, you could now legitimately launch other shows under that brand, yes. under the same feed, and people would trust you. But for another author who is really charming and good at her job to do what you've done, I don't know that it could happen like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, again. Like, because mm-hmm. it's just the market is yeah. saturated. Yeah. That's you've had a heck of, can we talk about this? Yeah. You've had a heck of a year on this podcast. Yeah. It's been a really fun year. It's always been, and this isn't coming from you. This is sure. me like from an outsider paying attention to podcast stuff. This podcast has always been pretty popular, but this year really. Yeah, something shifted, didn't something it? Something really yeah. shifted. It's do, really fun. Do you know? Is it just uh, any a summer brought a lot of new friends around because oh, people yeah. would share? Hey, this is me. I'm a two. Will you please listen to this because it sounds like me? Yeah. Or hey, you're a two. You've told me you're a two. I think you should listen to this. So. And it was good. It, it was. You know what you didn't do was bring on a famous. Like it would have been easier to mm. bring on just always famous people. And it would, there's nothing wrong. There's still people, sure. and it would be interesting. Sure. But you really like brought on like quality people. Yeah, I just brought my normal friends. Like That's what quality. we'll do again for 2020. Is we're, we're doing any a summer again in June, and it is again the 18 people coming on are normal people that that will not be in, yeah. able to be followed on Instagram. That was my favorite thing. Is pretty much it's pretty hard to find those 18 people. Yeah, because I just said their first name and their picture. Right, and, and it's so, but it's the quality. Like that's the yeah, thing is good people. I think there's the movement towards like I mean there. I mean, that's a huge piece of it. Yeah. That was a counterintuitive yeah. podcasting idea. Yeah, well, thank you. Right? Yeah, and so the other thing that happened this year is that the more people who listen to the show, the more people who want to be on the show, the oh. the more people who are known who are guests on the show. Oh, yeah. And so that that that's cool. That played into this too. And we're, I mean, the show's five years old. We just had our birthday in November, yeah, and uh, which is really fun. I don't know if I've told you this, but we got to announce the title of the book. That sounds fun. Yeah. The new book. Yeah. And every and we've only said this on the podcast, that podcast listeners uh, get to tell me what sounds fun to them, um, and we're printing it in the book. Every podcast listener oh, answers. forget it. It's five that's words. Cool. They can only do five words. It can't involve me, and it can't... Uh, yeah, that's the rule. It can't involve me, and it can only be five words, and if they use... And we can edit it if they use bad language or whatever, you know. But it's five words in their first name, and we're filling the book Neat. with them. Isn't that cool? Oh, that is Isn't cool. that cool? And, but I was like, that's the difference of this year versus last year, too, is that we're just more of a group of friends than we've ever been before. Yeah. And so it, it's, been, it's been really fun. Hearing the overview of That Sounds Fun, the book, yeah. is really exciting. Ah, uh, thanks. Because I've heard you in snippets over the years talk about why that's the philosophy. Uh-huh. To hear you kind of like quantify it all. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's like a theology behind this. Yeah. There's the psychology behind this. There's a lot behind. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, let's play on microphones. Yeah. It's like right. way more than <laughs> yeah. that. But yeah. still fun. Yeah. It's a, I, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. I, I love that. that that's so in the, the five book. years, what's happened is we are now in second and third rounds with some of people's favorite guests. So, like, there's people who wrote a book in 2015 that have a book come out in 2019 or had an album come out in 16 and another one in 19. And so that's getting fun, too, is that some of our favorite guests have something they want to talk. I mean, 
luckily most of my friends, if I say, Hey, will you come talk about this? They usually do of course. if they're available, but now they're going, Hey, I want to come back. Yeah. And we're like, yes, Andrew Peterson, yes. come on. We yeah. want you back. You know, in 2019, was there, who was the guest that you were like, uh, I know you're excited about all of them. I know I you love all, yeah. but was there one that was just like, Oh my God. Okay. The one that comes to my mind. Well, I loved, well, I, I can't list a bunch. I wouldn't end up listing all of them. Yeah. The most, um, the most left field guest that I didn't that I tweeted to see if he would come on the show is Chef Corey Barrett that yeah. won Food Network's Spring Baking Championship. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, like and you were just he up. doesn't know who I am. I'm yeah. just a nobody to him. But you know, th- there's guests all year long that I thought, man, what an honor to have them come and sit with me. Um, and I felt that about Corey. Yeah, Chef Corey. But he just, you know. I'm a stranger to him, and yeah. now we've become friends. That's cool. And that so he probably is one of my very favorites. That's fun. Um, so, um, what about you? What's your favorite part of N- New Activist this year? Oh, telling the Esther story. I mean, yeah. all of your folks heard about it a couple weeks ago, but yeah. that was I, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. to just. I mean, my since I started at IJM, I just wanted to take people with me to the field and be like, look, just look. And it, but it's hard to take people to the field because yes. it's like messy work and it's yep. just like expensive to fly around the world and right. stuff like that. So I just to be able to take people on a, and basically do a travel log. Yeah. I was in the show way more than I'm in any of the other shows. Yeah. Like I'm like narrating and yes. telling my feelings about it. Yeah. But that okay. I just I loved. I'm glad. Thank you for making I that for us. Getting, oh, you're sweet. For anybody Thanks who hasn't listened it. yet, it's on if you go to New Activist Podcast. It's yeah. the it's five episodes in a row about Esther. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do some quick answers. Are you ready? Things in 2020. Okay. I'm just not even going to think. Okay, don't even think. Oh, hold on. Uh, I, I, have, I have to. I'll say terrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, I'm That's just going to f- give you some things that you want in 2020. Okay, are you going to do it too? Um, sure. Uh, a concert you want to see in 2020 if you could pick. Gosh, I, oh, Dolly. Dolly Parton, sure. Yeah, because I feel like she's not only having a moment, but like she is older. Yes. But she's like not quite at that age where her voice doesn't sound great. But she she still sounds amazing. Great. I want to see Dolly like these are probably respectfully to Dolly the last 10, 20 years of her prime. Like I would like to see, uh, yeah, I would like to see Dolly. What about you? Uh, Garth Brooks. I haven't seen, I I really love his shows. Can I tell you what we did this year by Garth Brooks? Yeah, you really love his show. Know. You go. No, I just really love his show. I haven't. I saw it two years ago, maybe. I haven't seen an arena show. I just think he's he and Trisha are incredibly interesting to me. He's a cool dude. So he did a college tour. Yeah. This year, came to the University of Florida, go uh-huh. Gators. And the day before, he invited students. All you had to have was a student ID, of which Brian has one. Yeah. They're like, come to you. You can't. Aff-, he said, you can't afford the real show. Come to the dress rehearsal. Not the dress rehearsal. The yeah. What's it called? Uh, sound check. Sound check. Yeah. Come to the sound check. So it's we're all on the floor. Gosh, watching is he Garth. The best. He does a full concert. It wasn't just like like there the was day a day of. It was the day before. Okay. Twenty four hours before he's walking around. He's like line check. So he's like checking his guitars. There's some of like okay we're watching how this is made. Uh-huh. And then he's like all right let's do some songs and he plays for an hour and a half <gasps> of a full show full lights the uh, whole thing coming out doing the full Garth experience. Yeah. Then does a Q and A. And it's like oh straight gosh. up like somebody's like, yeah, I'm a production student. I want to learn how to do whatever. He brings his like, oh, yeah, I can have this person answer. And the person comes up who's their production person. And yeah. he's like, what are the three things that you'd want to know? And like did a very practical Q&A. Yes. Then sent his whole band away and was like, hey, don't forget we're meeting up tomorrow at noon for lunch. Yeah. It was like normal meeting. Yeah. And then he played acoustic for another hour and was just the coolest dude. 
See. Garth rules. Here's here's what I want. I think I have a chance at being the best. I want to be the best at being the best. Yeah, Garth yeah. is the best at being the best. Dolly's the best at being the best. They're yeah. not monster people. Yeah. They've had a career for yes. a long time. I want to have a career for a long time and people go, yeah, she was the best at what she did. Yeah. At her, at Annie's lane. Right. And she was the best at it. Yeah, it was just cool She about was it. kind and generous. Well, if we get, I mean, frankly, like the Esther series, getting the, yes. that show we did about Esther. Yeah. It's like a big deal yeah. for our, I mean, for the list. I mean, it's like, uh, uh, the Activist is like not a huge podcast, but I like just emailed you and was like, hey, <laughs> I don't know how to do this, but I care about this thing a great deal. And the next thing I know, it's like, come to Nashville. We're doing a whole special show yeah. where we talk about, I mean, there is, you are laying foundation for that happening because ah, you already are like being way generous about a platform that is, I mean, it's like a big thing now. Oh, great. Okay, so, great. So we're on, on the you. path. I'm, you're, on, the, you're doing I'm it. on the Garth and Dolly path. Okay, so that's the so show Dolly. we want to see in 2020. Yeah. What is a food oh, you want it? I love Jay-Z. You do and love I Jay-Z. Do, I do love rap and Jay-Z. I'd yeah. like to see him. What okay. is a food? What is a food you would like to eat in 2020 that you didn't let yourself eat very much in 2019? Ooh, Annie. You know, I think I'm getting more. We just made ramen the other night, like homemade ramen for the first time. And I'm getting into like cooking a lot of that kind of like spending a good portion of time like homemaking noodles and things like that. Trying to like get good with like Indian cooking and certain like flavors of Asian cooking. What about you? I want to live a life where I can have, this is too vulnerable, where I can safely have a pack of Oreos in my house all the time. Oh, yeah. Where I can be self-controlled. And have two. Right. I tend to, Yeah. oh, he didn't text me back. There goes a sleeve. And that, right. Right. <laughs> and that isn't great for, so right. I can't, so my 30s were about removing mm-hmm. all those crutches from mm-hmm. my life altogether as not mm-hmm. an option. Mm-hmm. I hope my 40s are about, they, you are healthy enough to coexist with the things you love. Dude, I, Sorry, I said, dude. I'm, like, I'm, thank you. Not a <laughs> bro. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. When you actually, my actual answer to your question was like, oh, I've, I've been able to have anything I want for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the issue. The issue is not having it. Mm. I felt that too with like casual drinking. Yeah. Right. Like pouring a cocktail, like no big deal. And then you just think to yourself, wow, five years ago, ten years ago, I would like maybe do this like once every like in a blue moon or uh-huh. like, go, and now it's sort of like always. Like, how does it happen? Yeah. It's not alcoholism. And right. people that are listening to this may be struggling with that. And like I understand like it's not that. It's the it's the gentle creep in of like it's a, it's that it's that like it's not gluttony. Right. But it's close. Like I want to feel this way every night. Right. And it just right. makes myself a Manhattan every night. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, no. No. This is not what we were hoping for. Right. Right, <laughs> right, right. We can just not. Yeah. So that's the hope is that but but like you said, that the just not doesn't feel so white knuckling. It's yes. just not. It's not it, that the things can be in your home. It always has amazed me in the 2010s mm-hmm. as I've gone into people's homes and they just casually have dessert everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> or alcohol everywhere. You're or like, wow. Wow. Y'all just live here with all these Oreos? Yeah. Like everyone's fine with that. Everyone doesn't eat a sleeve and then th- and then send the rest of them down that garbage disposal because right. you can't live with them. Right, in a guilt-ridden Why moment. Why am I telling of, you all this right now? <laughs> because you, it's true. And there are there's a chorus of people listening to this yeah. that are shaking their head going like, yep. Yeah. That's so exactly I want to happened. have a healthy, 
hand-holding friendship with Oreos mm -hmm. in 2020. That's what yeah. I would like. Not all the desserts, Oreos. Oreos, really? That's my well. That's sorry just that I brought I that up as an with. example. What a no, thing! No, no, no. You you led me to the. You know what? That is the one I like having my house in my house the most. Yeah. Because they're dairy free, oh. and so it, there aren't a lot of cookies that are dairy free, and so, and I'm allergic to dairy. Isn't that the and irony so, that they're right. vegan. You can actually be vegan and eat an Oreo. <laughs> uh, You're like, dude, there is no food in this. <laughs> There's, exactly. There's right. nothing. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Just sleeping in a hotel. Yeah, that's right. Okay, a city you want to visit in 2020. Ooh. Oh, I would like to go. Brie and I have been really itching. Like, I think we're going to go to Japan. Oh, okay. To me, it just seems like. Have you done Asia at all? No. And okay. that's the thing. Yeah. Africa a few times, Europe yep. a few times. Like, I have a sense of some of the, a lot of places. Right. But anywhere in Asia, I've never, okay. ever been to. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there you Okay, I want to see. I would like to see Canada, Vancouver. Ooh, have you ever been there? No, the I mean I've best. driven over the border and I've gone and seen Niagara Falls, but I've never been to Banff. I've never been oh. to Vancouver. I've you never know, been to Montreal. Lucy's middle name is Louise after Lake Louise in Canada. Really? No, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it was like we had a monumental moment there. Yeah. And it was just like special. But I've always thought it'd be fun to honeymoon up there that's not why i haven't been but mm -hmm. i just had a lot of friends who Annie. love going up there and and i just keep seeing really good entertaining art come from canada annie i think of tv shows i love there's a lot of canadian actors that i and writers that i really respect um and so hiking think, hiking to the like there's a little hidden tea house oh yeah I see in uh and where it's out it's lake louise oh lake louise okay and okay. you just like it's magical. People Americans make fun of Canada because we're just so wildly jealous. Yeah, that's it. Vancouver, Stanley we Park. Pretty. Stanley Park is a magical, amazing okay. place. Great. See, that's Ooh, where I want to go. Canada, Annie. Yeah, that's a good there one. We go. I want that um, for you. A, a public figure that you would like to run into in 2020 that you end up being friends with. Anybody on SNL. Okay. I do not care who it is. Okay. Any SNL. And Aidy Bryant. Even she's brilliant. Oh, we love Aidy Bryant. Yeah. Oh, her she's show. Brilliant. Shrill. <sighs> oh. Yeah, we will not endorse it as a no. something you should watch with your children and not, possibly not even something that's a good fit for you. But, but there are some people who have really enjoyed Trill. I always appreciate when an artist is willing to be wildly honest and vulnerable. Yes. And she was. Yes, um, I agree. Yeah, I think anybody from... Okay. Uh, this, is the, this is the year. I really want to... This is the year really you're going to go to see, SNL. I really want it. Yeah. Hard. Let's okay. So speaking <laughs> of, if there are any friends out there that can get Eddie Bri and Brianne tickets to SNL, I I am actually not above that. Yeah. Normally, no. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We got to get to SNL. I mean, tell them what. How many years have you put in for the lottery to try to get a ticket at some point I in the season? I think this is fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Like this has been. I have. It's come on, I, Lauren Michaels. I've, pull every, his name. I have watched every SNL since I was in fourth grade. Yeah. And that's when I kind of like launched in. I just love it. Yeah. I love comedy though. I love all yeah. that stuff. So yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, I would love to meet and be friends with, I would love for it to just be really casual and easy with Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell. That is. I think is, that is a possible, I feel like that's a, that's, that's not wildly outside of what could happen. Not a, there's a, there's a pretty clear path. Uh, there's like yeah. zero degrees of separation between that's you right. and Kristen. That's right. And so I just, I, I really respect his, his open journey <sighs> of figuring out what a healthiest person looks like in his body. Oh, Is that a way to say that? I have, he has transformed some of my thinking this Same. year. Just by his transparency yeah. about his own addiction. Yeah. I'm like, both see myself in it and am helped by him a great deal. Same. Also, he's just like, 
compelling interviewer. He is. He's very good. If you can, if you're okay with, there are episodes I start and don't finish because I think that's a yeah. that's a topic or a that he they go so deep into something that's so a, a, a opposite of what I believe and do right. that I don't listen to the whole and thing. You don't have to. But there's a lot of episodes I listen to of Armchair oh, Expert yeah. and I really enjoy. And I appreciate the way they navigate faith because yeah. I, I don't think that he is at all a person who I don't think he his belief system is not like. I don't think he's like a Christian. It's uh, no, he, I don't think he he's is like either. an atheist. Yeah. I don't want to label yes, him, I but think I, he says that. But I, but, but Kristen Bell, he says, is a born again Christian. But it's like really respectful of guests, like the way that they're able to just purely have the conversation. That's right, I love it. Okay, a uh, big interesting. We're at an, an hour and ten minutes, by the way. We're well, gonna shoot for so being another done in fifty-five five, minutes. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna shoot for being done in five-ish. That's a fast minutes. hour and ten minutes. Andy, I know that's right. Okay, a, a a theme we're seeing pull pull through the last couple of years of this decade that I think we'll go into the next decade is television shows from the '80s having a revitalization and going again. For example, Full House to Fuller House, mm-hmm. five whole seasons of Fuller House after right. however many of Full House. Correct. Is there a show from '80s '90s? The West Wing. Oh yeah, you do love the West Wing. I love it. It's ready. This characters would be progressing. I've listened to the West Wing Weekly, one of the finest podcasts. They're about to wrap up. Uh-huh. West Wing is an amazing show. Okay. There's just no reason. I mean, at this point, Aaron Sorkin could come back. Rob Lowe is in his first term. Everyone's as, available. As the yeah. president. All of the, like in the West Wing universe. So the yeah. West Wing is okay. what I, that's got to come back. Mine's, Netflix would green light it. No problem. Yeah, no problem. No problem. What do you got? Mine is equally as important culturally. I'd say ALF. Yes. I is he still a puppet? Alf. Yeah, what choice do we have? He's Alf. I mean, he's not animatronic. I mean, Yoda went from puppet to to CGI, as you know. Oh, int- as as one knows, this is when we need to push the Andy <laughs> Baron. We wish we had the Andy Baron button because that man yeah. loves some Star Wars. Okay, so but you would go Alf. I'd go Alf. I just think it would, I liked that family. I think any of those kind of sitcoms, Family Ties. Um, but is it like all current now? Like, is, yeah, yeah. It's is just Alf like wrestling like what pronouns to go by and stuff? Oh no, I don't think that. You were not. You were not having that joke. No, I just. I, all of a sudden, I was like, "Is it Alpha Guy?" I. But I. I'm with you on where you're trying to go. But all of a sudden, I was like, "I think Alpha." So to me, it is a. All the kids have come, have moved back into town, mm-hmm. and they're all living near the parents, and Alpha is still fun. there. It's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. There is a bit of that, like, uh, what is it, like a two camera, three camera sitcom mm-hmm. that I feel like there's a place for it to come back, just yeah. like. Um, not so serious, sort of just candy entertainment. Yes, but still done well. Yes, but doesn't have to be quite as highbrow and good as Parks and Rec. Like I don't right. need it to be the deepest comedy. I just need it to like be a good twenty-five minutes. Yeah, yet somehow, and people will disagree pretty intensely about this. But like that, uh, Big Bang Theory didn't really hold that for me, even uh-uh. though that was like a sitcom that was popular. Yeah, just the return of like TGIF. Yeah. My dad loves to pretend to knock on his own hand and say, mm-hmm. Penny, Penny, from from Big Bang Theory. Oh. I think he's one of the few people, well, a lot of people loved it, but he's yeah. one of the few people in my life that really loved it. Really loved it. Loved Big Bang Theory. But, <clears throat> so I'd love to see Alf come back. Um, finally, yes. uh, you can get anyone to start a podcast where they are the main character. They're the interviewer. They are the person that is in every show. Whew. Well, and in 2020, and you get what you want. Who is it? I didn't know what I wanted. I mean, Conan of 2019, the Conan podcast. Oh, I haven't listened to it. Oh, Annie. Okay. He is honest. He drops his, like, Conan on TV. He's just a nice guy, but then he's also talking to, like, 
Tina Fey. Yeah, just really sure, incredible. Sure. Boy, Annie, that's a good one. Thank you. They can start, they start a podcast. They start a podcast and you, and you get to do, they get to do, the listener gets to do what they're doing right now with us here, the inside. Talk about uh, the oh. host not having a good boundaries with Oreos. Yeah. You know what? I don't say this um, for any political reason, uh, but I would love to hear Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sure. I think she is fascinating. I think she has, like, I, you know, really some people are going to recoil at this. They're like, oh, liberal, whatever. Sure. I would just think, I think that she has a zillion cool stories. Yeah. And, has, and the Supreme Court is so mysterious, but it's so important. Yeah. I mean, I know it would be kind of a deep deep one. Uh-huh. I'd love to see, like, her go. open up to, like, Jed Appamrod and do, yeah, like, really yeah, yeah. allow herself to be That's what we need is known. we need Jed to have more access to do Dolly Across America. Correct. It With a bunch of different – Dolly Parton's America, sorry. Yeah. Dolly Parton's America yeah. with, like, five other different celebrities. And it's, you know, yeah. Alec Baldwin's America and yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's America. Yeah. And Conan O'Brien's America yeah. where he just gets the the they access that it. he got with Dolly Show. I'm trying to think of who would be like your celebrity kind of person. Actually, you know who I, uh, who would be yours? You got one? Uh, I would love to see, I mean, I would love, I feel like, gosh, who would I love to see? I mean, I would love the, insider look at some women who are further down the road in this than me where they drop the behind the scenes I guess Mm -hmm. a little bit so like a a Beth Moore or a Joyce Meyer who you get to kind of hear them processing a little bit I think that would be really interesting yeah it brings up to me a little bit of like I'd love things to be a little less sparkly and perfect yeah just because I feel like I'm less sparkly and perfect yeah, than real. people I listen to, yeah. which is why I like connect with Dax Shepard. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, I could never be that honest. Did you, did you hear the episode where he accidentally farted while they were taking a picture <laughs> no, no. afterwards? And he's no. like, this is the one. I warned y'all this happened. And I was so embarrassed. And you're like, my oh, gosh, you didn't ever have to tell us that. But I really... But what a like, person you are. But I mean, that's why, I mean, in truth, and this is not the like, let's, you know, be overly complimentary for no reason but like this is why people connect with you wow because the books are like real yeah they're not sparkly and aspire to me yeah it's not aspire to be me it is and it's the same with the podcast it's like don't it's not an aspirational no 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 just come sit with us it's a person to be with (laughs) yes yeah and that to me is i'm i really feel an aversion because i was really into it for a while yeah the aspiring uh-huh. To be this person, uh-huh. I just would like to be able to see myself reflected in people who yeah. I respect a lot. Yeah, that's right. And I think those women are like that. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear seven hours of that. Yeah, not just Instagram, Twitter, where you see them cooking and and they're yeah. being normal people. I there's so many women. Tina Fey is one of those. That's why yeah. I loved her book. Mindy Kaling is like that. There are, I mean, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a great answer. Michelle Obama. Yeah. Um, there are just some women like that that I would be really interested to see, uh, not just be the guest of a show, but be the show for a little bit. Right. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, just with that kind of transparency. That's right. Okay, anything else we didn't talk about that we need to talk about in twenty before we... <clears throat> I mean, 2019 is almost over by the length amount of time we've been here. Well, I know for Christmas I got measured for golf clubs. I'm going to start getting good at golf. Oh, that's, not that's really right. Like, that's not really like a big thing, but Bree and I both decided... 
okay, let's get into this. Yeah. And you can play it when you're old. Yes, that's right. Like, why wouldn't we learn how to play golf? Yes. And so I've been going to the driving range. I really like golf. Okay. It's really fun. You that's ever hit great. a golf ball? No, but you know, I've started playing soccer again. Oh, great. So so we both picked up a sport it's so in 2019 fun. that we're taking into 2020. And there's just no way, like I kind of knew the first time I started playing with podcasting that I was going to try to make a go at it. Yeah. Like I was going to eventually have, have a show and yeah. try to make it a thing. I don't have that chance with golf. <laughs> I don't have that chance with it's, soccer. Right? I can't listen to music while I'm doing it. I will stay an amateur forever. Got to just focus in, enjoy yep. your moment. Yeah. It will force the issue. Yeah. Because I cannot make it anything other than what it is, which is some schlub out there just trying to hit a ball straight. Right. Same, And that's same. nice. That sounds like a good a good way to do next year. Let's just, just be the out there straight. doing the best you can <laughs> and hit the ball straight as best you can. And then go find it and do it again. Annie. Is this the end of the podcast? Yes. Is this the Happy end of the decade? 2019. We did it. Okay, what day did this come out? December 30th. Tomorrow I mean, is New Year's Eve. Man. Wowie zowie. Yeah. I know. Merry Christmas. We can still say that. Yeah. Happy Even New though you Year's? won't let us play the music. No, we absolutely Happy not. New Year. Here's Happy to New another Year. decade of friendship. We were only friends half of this decade. I can't believe we get to do the whole thing next decade. Annie. Really got me with that uh, ten year coming. Yeah. I am like I haven't really been here since I said that. I've been like rolling with the rest of the show and saying what I needed to say. That's a good. This is a good one. Um, thanks for doing this. Yeah. I appreciate it. Stuck up on washcloths. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yikes! You lot. I'm not even asking you what sounds fun to you because you ruined washcloths for all of us. <laughs> washcloths and sandals. If that's oh. the legacy, that's I'm fine right. with it. You want to leave right. a legacy of being great at being great? I'm yeah. like, I just want to be. No, able no, to no. Be. Not being great at being great. I want to be the Sorry. best at, in my lane at, in the Annie F Downs lane, which is I'm the only one in it. So I want to be I, the best. I want to be the best at being the best. Like Garth Brooks is the best Garth Brooks in the world. Yeah. Because he's also so generous and so kind and so thoughtful. I want to be the be- I want people to be like, she's the best Annie F. Downs we've ever seen. That is the best Annie F. Downs you could ever dream of. And she's mm-hmm. the best at it. But you know, I also sat in this very yeah. room yeah. Oh, two weeks ago and I sat with a touring, a guy who runs tours. Yeah. And I said, and for an hour and a half, I said, I want to pay you to teach me how to be a good headliner. Oh. Teach me how to be the best at being the best. Yeah. And so I am doing the work behind the scenes to learn yeah, you're no how to joke. be the best yeah, because this... I want to be so. Christians who run businesses should run the best run businesses in the world. I want to be the worst at being the best. <laughs> We're both really on track. Just everybody <laughs> thinks they like me and whatever I produce, and then they meet me and they're like, that guy Ugh. is real quiet and weird. He is so selfish. He won't make eye contact. He's real, no, I'll get out he, of he just like a real fishy handshake. You are the best at being the best. Hey, buddy. I'll take it. All right. We'll see you next year. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Anything we forgot? You feel good? Did you hear record? What if I hadn't? Yes, it's imagine? all recorded. I, we could do it all again. We could. Uh, friends at Nettie the best. I just adore him. Uh, he's just wonderful. Make sure you give him a follow all over the place. Edward or Eddie on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed and started listening to the new activist, his show, I highly recommend it. It is, it's the reason we know about cap. You guys, it's the reason we're getting to help so many kids in the Appalachian region is because of the new activist and because of Eddie. So make sure you check out that podcast. And I think that's it for me today, friends. If you need anything else from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find, though. You guys know we're taking a little bit of time off the internet this week and trying to read two books. You're having a two-book week, so I'm not really around very much right now. But you know how to find me, Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. 
And that's it for me today. And that's it for me this year, friends. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you. Have a very safe New Year's Eve. And we will see you back here on Monday, January 6th, 2020. Y'all have a great week. See you next Monday.